This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Halftime Show Podcast. Oh, he loves the pilot! What a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! <laughs> It sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Duri. I'm your host coming everything sport, international and local. Thank you very much for connecting with me today. Love the fact that we're here together on the Halftime Show in the heart of Sharjah. So buckle up, guys, because we've got a great show. And before we start the show, you know, normally the first comers on the Instagram live or someone that sends me a message, kind of give them a shout-out. So shout-out to Shema, Reem, Fahima, Coach Nick, Leah, and everyone else who's connected with us on the Pulse95Radio.com. Now, listen, guys, on today's show, in modern sport, we take a look at normally role models. But what if the role models have, you know, let's say a different way of preparing themselves? And the reason why I say that is because one of the successful Premier League strikers at the moment has a couple of bad habits. And those bad habits actually are a way that he gets himself ready for competition. Now, he's broken all sorts of records and kind of been a late bloomer in the league. Jamie Vardy's the person we're focusing on today. So that's the first thing. And speaking about bad habits, now normally I tend to speak to you guys and get a lot of feedback. And sometimes you inspire me to put a show together or a segment or two. Now, one of my uh, listeners, Debo, all the way from Florida, said to me, Oh my... Do something on habits. Look into, you know, atomic habits. And I thought, you know what? It's great because I'm currently reading a book called The Power of Habit. And that's by Charles Duhigg. So I thought, you know what? Let me give you a couple of things that I've taken from the book and bring that into context for you today. UFC is heading over to um, Fight Island in the UAE. So what better time than to announce that? Shout out to Mohammed as well, as well for always uh, providing me with the latest information in UFC. We got that. And all your questions and answers on the only place to be at three, the halftime show on Pulse 95. This is the halftime show with Omar Adouri. Oh, he loves the pilot! What a goal! This is the halftime show with Omar Adouri on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Salam, welcome back to the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. Thank you very much for connecting with me. Shout out to Super Mario and Gabby who produced the magic in getting these shows commercial and ad-free for you on the YouTube as well. Straight after we're done, these guys are just incredible. So shout out to Super Mario and Olivia Rose as well who's, uh, who's in the building and everyone who's on Instagram Live. Thank you very much for connecting. And I have to also just take a second out to say thank you for everyone that sent me a message on Insta regarding Reset. Now, it's not something I, I imagined happening, but Reset is an Amazon bestseller. How that happened, I have no idea, but I have a huge, huge thank you for everyone that has sent messages, bought the book, supported the book, and even related to the book. I think that's kind of the most important thing. A lot of people kind of think it's your kind of average self-help book, but simplifying it was really hard. And today, actually, I bumped into 
Um, I don't know if you guys, well, I'm sure you guys know him. Charlie Sloth, who's huge in the UK, one of the biggest radio DJs. And he's at my barbershop. Shout out to Ahmed. And um, I was talking to him about the book and everything. And he was he was genuinely interested, which is, which is nice to see. Because I think everyone can reset and everyone has the ability to be able to reset. Whether it's your mindset, whether it's nutrition, whether it's training, whether it's recovery, or even just resetting your environment. So being able to speak to someone like that who's very grounded, really humble, was great to see so shout out to charlie sloth right okay so on the show today now when you look at normally successful people the first thing you can look at is how they got there and what their background is but sometimes if they have certain habits you can't really say that strong because they still managed to get the success they've had now jamie vardy who plays for leicester city is someone that was quite a late bloomer so to speak and if you look at his record he was you know at Halifax Town uh, in the Conference North and he went to Fleetwood in the Conference Premier and for those that don't know obviously apart from the Premier League and all the four divisions after that there's also non-league football so when you start there you really really start you know in a different it's a different experience it's, it's a it's a different you know battle that you have to face mentally physically you know it's much more demanding much more challenging because you haven't made it right so he's done that and then he obviously he moved to Leicester City and he moved to Leicester City in um when was it 2012 in the championship right 2012 2013 and and he started his let's say the rise of his career now jamie vardy has scored 205 goals in 410 caps okay for those that don't know that's a lot of goals okay so he's done that however he has a couple of habits and you know we don't judge here but the habits that he does does have might have the youngsters look up and say Maybe we can do that without going through what Jamie Vardy's gone through. Now, amongst those habits is three Red Bulls before a game and a packet of cigarettes. Now, I'm not saying he smokes the whole packet, but he, he does like to smoke cigarettes. So looking at that now and looking at his success and, and having won a Premier League title, which, by the way, not everyone does, that in itself, for our youth, let's say, if they're looking at that, and maybe you know some of the parents out there can, can answer this question, what do they think of it? Do they think they can get away with it? Do they, do they look at that and say, oh no, you know, it's not the right preparation? Because nowadays, especially with social media, especially with everything that we we kind of face, there's so many things that kind of tells us what's right and wrong. Now, there isn't no, in, obviously, as long as you're not breaking any rules, there's no right or wrong when it comes down to preparation. However, through science and sports science and nutrition and the way that you live and the way that you recover and sleep and fuel... Is something that we teach the youth nowadays. Now, it's not just with international teams. It could be with club teams or it could be just an academy or a grassroots setup. So the question I have for you today, by Jamie Vardy having these habits, does that affect the modern day football or the aspiring day football? As you know, last week I had Jermaine Pennant on the show and he's had his ups and downs, but he was really interesting in how he responded to different coaches. We spoke about Harry Redknapp. We spoke about Arsene Wenger. We spoke about all the different places he's been to, which has helped his character. Now that's lifelong lessons. And so I was thinking about this yesterday and actually this morning, Murad, shout out to Murad, sent me a message of this screenshot of Jamie Vardy walking out of camp with you know, a Red Bull and a packet of cigarettes in his hands. Now, I don't personally smoke, but for those that do, to their own. But this is where I thought, now, if one of my footballers saw that and thought it's okay to do that, would I advise him against it? Absolutely. But would I tell him it's, you know, completely wrong? Again, Jamie Vardy's Jamie Vardy. He's done his thing. He's, he's really represented. And some may argue should still be involved in international football with England, despite him retiring 
because he wanted to. So my question for you, do habits of the professional athlete in the modern day affect our children and the way they think? 4215, or do, or text me, uh, or actually, no, don't text me, slide into my DMs at Omar Duri and let me know. Coming up next, now speaking of habits, I'm reading a, a book called The Power of Habit, and someone that uh, listens to the show regularly, Debo, all the way from Florida, said to me, Omar, throw me something about habits. I really want to talk about that. I really want to kind of understand more about that. So if you have any bad habits or you have something you want to share with me, share it with me, 4215, or slide into my DMs during the um, commercials, and I'm going to put some Georgia Smith for you because... You know, I'm feeling the UK vibe right now. So we'll be right back after this. Enjoy. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. Oh, he loves to fire that. What's it This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse 95. Nice strike. Oh, better than nice. Wonderful. Uh, let's get ready to run. Salam, welcome back to the Halftime Show. Thank you very much for connecting with me. And beneath, now I know that AUH means... Okay, I know what that means. Um, the airport code. Thank you for filling me in on uh, on all the small details. Obviously, you guys throw in some great comments during the break. And we were just talking about habits. Now, through habits, several, several things come out of that. Um, Debo was talking to me about atomic habits. Now, let's, let's, let's ask, what is an atomic habit first? And then looking at that... How do you build on top? Now, for anyone that doesn't know about a habit, a habit is something that obviously you build up and it's something that you might not consciously know you're doing. Now, something that consistently happens is probably harder to break unless you realize what it is. And I think that's the key of looking at, you know, the bits and pieces when it comes down to uh, atomic habits. Now, even more information that starting with an incredibly small habit. Make it so easy that you can't say no. So try not to go for something too big when it comes down to the habitual things that you do and then increase your habit in very small ways. Now, some people say 21 days, some people say three weeks, some people say months even, but that's where I'm I'm kind of diving into it. Very, very small thing. Let's say leaving your room in the morning without doing your bed. Now, with that in itself, you already have to fix something when you come back. And this is just, just the smallest thing. But you are, we are talking on a scale now from the smallest to the biggest. Now, if you don't do that, now when you come back and you're late and it's after work and you're kind of, you know, a bit agitated and you then you have to fix your bed and then get back into bed, it, it kind of feels like there's two ways of seeing it. Why do I need to fix it if it's, you know, if it's going to be messy anyway? And the other thing is like, you know what? It's a fresh bed fresh rest sleep recover reset that's kind of the vibe i'm going with when it comes down to habits now if you don't get the habit done early on and if you don't end up actually let's say uh fixing this thing that you've been trying to work on not not necessarily just fixing but kind of adjusting the habit then that's where i think patience and mindfulness is very very key when it comes down to training we're going to go into training when it comes down to the training side of things let's say looking at it from that kind of aspect you're probably thinking well i get to the gym i don't need to warm up i'm just gonna stretch and then go in when actually the warm is more important than the stretch so a lot of people end up coming in doing a couple of stretches and then if you like lifting weights grabbing the weight and just pounding the weights out now that again if you start to get your body warm enough to be able to take the exercise then already you're on a plus rather than trying 
to do something where it might cause injury, especially that we don't do enough prevention things before we have to actually cure our body. So that's regarding, let's say, the food side. Now, looking at the nutrition side, a lot of the times, if we're, if we're let's say, one of the things that I struggle with sometimes is, let's say, intermittent fasting. So if I train twice a day, my window is affected by the fact that I train once at lunchtime and once at, say, 6.30. When do I eat? i got to eat much earlier, get that food digested to be able to, you know, uh, train. But then again, if I'm not fueling, I'm not training. Some people say train fasted. That might work, but then eventually as the day catches up with you and you have another session later on, that starts to affect how you are. So my habit was, when do I have to get up? When do I have to fuel? And then when do I have to get myself ready for work and training and the rest of it? Now, I was speaking to Murad earlier and he was saying... How do you manage to fit all these in together? It's it's honestly, and Tanner was talking about this the other day. If you didn't check out my show with Tanner, it was really good. He said one thing that he really, really can't stand when people say they don't have time. Now, I understand completely that our jobs are demanding, our families are demanding, uh, the attention that's required to be able to execute each thing. And some of my other guests have also said, don't multitask, stick to one thing and do it. I think it's the same thing with habits. I think rather than focusing on several things to be able to achieve, get yourselves set on just one thing at a time. And if once you've mastered that and it becomes part of your lifestyle and it's something that you feel is normal, I think then start to look at improvements. And that's where we tend to overwhelm ourselves normally because we're not achieving everything we want to achieve in that small period. So. The psychological part of it really comes down to mental fitness. And mental fitness in itself has a huge role in how we execute the physical side, the fuel, the recovery. Because if you're not making time and not stressing yourself about these things, then you're able to execute them. And I think as simple as that sounds, that is the the hardest thing to do is simplify things. And I was talking to uh, Charlie Soth about this earlier. Simplifying after you study these things is even harder because you don't want to miss out any details. Uh, Debo, the person who influenced and inspired this segment actually, said atomic habits are the small adjustments we make daily that will make a big impact. Like you said about making your bed, it's a small change that eventually becomes an impactful habit. And that's, yeah, that's exactly spot on, uh, Debo. Now, when you start to look at a more serious thing, let's say reaction to a situation that's uncomfortable, building up a habit where you're able to control that. Now, that could be through things like ice baths, which we've spoken about, uh, guided breathing, meditation. If you're able to start the day well, nine out of 10 times, you're able to control what comes your way. And that is probably one of the things that I've resorted to. Yesterday, my cousin, Yasin, saw me uh, plunging in, in an ice bath. Well, at least my legs anyway. And he was saying, why did you do that? Now, managing anxiety and stress which we all face is something that gives you that idea of how to react to so many different things you know and and again that's where i'm telling you guys that it really does come from how we control our emotions how we control our anxiety and how we respond to these things so text me on 4215 or do what habits do you have that's the theme of the day and what do you do to work on them? I'm sure we're going to get more on this on the fourth segment because this is a very, very interesting topic. And shout out to Debo for throwing that my way. We're going we're gonna to take a quick break now, but think about it and let me know. I'm really interested to see what you think. We're going to have the Adan coming up. And right after that, I'll be right back on the only place to be at three, the Halftime Show on Pulse 
95. This is the Halftime Show with Umar Aduri on Pulse 95. Oh, he loves the fire and what a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Welcome back, almost missed my beat um, How you guys doing? Hope you're doing well Really, really good show today Got some wicked comments as well Debo uh, was talking about habits Terry was talking about them as well And um, Debo was saying I, work, I wake up, turn on soci- uh, some upbeat music And have a small dance party with myself uh, That changes my tone for the day And I can tell the difference when I don't do it You know what? Why not? I love that I love the fact you can, you can just get up have a little dance party, jam to whatever she wants to jam to. Hopefully something like this that we listen to in the background and just have a good time. And that's kind of something that I I, uh, I look at different people and think, wow, that's that's kind of cool. Um, having to watch TV every time you eat food at home. Yes, Vinit, that's another one. How many of you do that? Be honest. How many of you um, watch TV while you're eating food? That's another habit, actually. I do that sometimes, I have to admit. Uh, Ashraf Dilahadi, yes. Right, okay. Adij, habit, I need few touches with the football before a game or else I get a little nervous before the game that's a that's a good one actually because I'll tell you something at each I'm the complete opposite I don't like to touch the ball before a game you know normally people take shots you know and 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 and, and try and get the feel of the ball I, I don't I don't actually do that I normally don't like touching the ball um, before the game and then once the game starts and it does come then okay it happens but yeah that's a very very good point I like that Edige also agrees with Vanessa said yes can't eat without TV yeah you see that's that's a good point that's one of the hardest ones to do I think Shema says every morning I motivate myself that makes me feel satisfied more confident and hard working so how do you motivate yourself Shema let us know Mohamed um, Al-Balushi says uh, Asa watches YouTube when he eats or if Tottenham are playing. Yeah, that might put me off my food if I'm watching Tottenham while I'm eating. But yeah, I, I can see the idea of YouTube. I mean, again, are we detaching ourselves from what's really happening? You know, would we notice things a lot more different if we didn't watch TV while we're eating? And also, you know how they say, eat slow, take your time, you know, it, would that help with our digestion? See, I'm throwing some things your way just by the way that you guys are talking. Omar, what do you think the difference is between a habit and a ritual? Or is there? Very good question, Debo. I think that the difference between a habit and a ritual really comes down to, I think a ritual has more weight on it. And what I mean by that is a, a ritual is something that is built over time and maybe even passed over as a, you know from generations and things like that. But a habit is something that I feel you can kind of rectify, albeit you know, manageable. I think it's something we can do. A ritual is something where you kind of live by it, if that makes sense. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but let me know what you guys think. That That's kind of where I'm looking at and thinking it's it's very, very different. But we are talking, we are talking about a lot of things. And one of the things actually that's, that's, that's come to the UAE is UFC and Fight Island. And on Fight Island, you know, there's a lot of really good things happening, especially, obviously, everyone is talking about Conor McGregor coming versus Dustin Poirier. But before that, we've got Max Holloway. And I like Max Holloway. I like what he stands for. Maybe it's the, it's, it's the roots, where he comes from. Maybe it's the way, 
you know, he's always saying he's, he's blessed and, and, and he's blessed to be doing what he's doing. I think that's maybe something. He's fighting against Calvin Qatar, um, who's 22 and 4 and 0, whilst uh, Max Holloway is 21 and 6 and 0, which is going to be interesting for the featherweight main event, which is coming up this weekend, actually, um, in the UAE. And shout out to Mohamed Akari as well for always giving me the information on, on the latest things that's happening with these superstars. In the welterweight division, Carlos Condon, again, uh, Condon, again is back. Uh, 31 and uh, 13 and 0 and he faces Matt Brown now a lot of these these fighters especially in the welterweight division and you look at it's a co-main event are very very skilled practitioners you know they're not people that just got there by luck they do it because they love it you can tell with Carlos Condon as well with all the different camps he's been at and all the different ways he's kind of worked out it's really you know really interesting to see how how he's adapted despite all these superstars coming in and out of the division uh, who else have we got on there? You've got also uh, Joaquin Buckley, which will face Alicio Di Chirico, if I can say that properly, and Punahil Soriano versus Dusko Tudorich as well. Now, a lot of the people sometimes skip out the preliminary cards. I will tell you, you catch some of the best moments in the preliminaries. Uh, Phil Hawes against uh, Nasruddin Imavov. Is another one I would keep an eye on. Um, in the heavyweight division, you've got Carlos Felipe versus Justin Taffa. So there are a couple for the ladies, the women bantamweight, Sa- uh, Sarah Moraz against Vanessa Mello. That's another good one, which I think would be interesting. And it's kind of, people are kind of overlooking what's happening with, you know, there's three fights coming up to the next 10 days of, of UFC action. And everyone's looking at Conor McGregor and what he's kind of, what, he, what kind of condition he's going to be in or even what kind of mindset he's going to be in. So I'm very interested to see, you know, Dana White was hyping him obviously yesterday saying, you know, this could be brutal. But I don't know how I would be if I was Dustin Poirier listening to the president of the UFC talking about, you know, that main event in the sense that Dustin Poirier, you know, might get destroyed by Conor McGregor because of the focus and you also question, and it makes us talk about it as well. Why would you return back to the UFC when your endorsements and everything that you put your money into, your products have done so well financially that you don't need to fight anymore? There must be something. There must be a love for the game or a love for the for the fight game to be able to, to still do it. And that's what I'm really, really interested in you know to see Connor's mindset and then what next will Habib come out of retirement to face him I know he he, he Habib was kind of saying he was retired but then Dana said he's trying to convince him and Habib spends a lot of time in the UAE so I can imagine him consistently practicing and, and being you know active I think that's the most important thing yes he might have struggled with you know cutting weight and, and, and fighting but he's at a level now where he can make them fight his way and that's going to be interesting whether we see a GSP fight or whether we see a Connor fight or even you know Tony Ferguson who has kind of been away from everything Justin Gaethje you know we haven't even mentioned him yet there's a lot of fighters out there that would love to fight Habib and and and, and you know go for that last dance so to speak with Habib but what do you guys think 4215 it's a salat or do or start into my DMs I know there's people sending messages about the habits but I'm going to put some burner boy because I love burner boy I'm going to put some burner boy and I'm going to go over those topics you guys have been talking about and shout out to Raj as well who's just joined on Pulse95 see you in a bit this is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri oh he left this is the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri on Pulse95. Nice strike. Oh, better than that. 
Salam and welcome back to the Halftime Show. Thank you very much for connecting. Wow, what a show it's been. I think the theme of the day has been habits and you guys have been keeping me on my toes the whole time and also helping each other out. I like the fact that the community, especially the Halftime Show community, is normally on the Instagram live with me at Omar Alduri and they're actually sharing ideas on habits and what they're doing. And I got to share some of them here. Um, Debo says, sometimes to think about missing a habit once is an accident missing it twice is the start of a new habit x we miss making our bed twice leads to making excuses as why we don't need to very very good love that uh almas is saying my mom cleans and organizes when she's stressed yeah <laughs> i think that happens a lot um shay matt says sometimes i spoil my system with sleeping late and use the phone a lot but how do i control these things and be more committed right very very good point so a couple of things Shayma. i mentioned this in the break but i'll say it again for all the uh, listeners on pulse 95 radio so we, we spoke about blue light and we also spoke about guided meditation the idea to be able to do something to detach yourself from you know whatever you're thinking about whatever's happening tomorrow and i think that's a really really good point we tend to get ourselves and like debo said we tend to get ourselves doing things unconsciously but if you do it a couple of times and it does become to be a habit and, and that's something where we have to kind of work on together. Now on the show today, we spoke about, you know, the modern athlete, looking at them and especially for our youth, when they're successful, if they have bad habits and they get away with it, we think we can get away with it. And we spoke about Jamie Vardy having three Red Bulls and smoking um, before a match. But Jamie Vardy and I, and we always hear the cliche, one size doesn't fit all. Jamie Vardy is a different specimen and a different human being and we're all different in our right. Sometimes we get away with things when we're younger and as we get older, it doesn't tick the same way, it doesn't vibe the same, way, it doesn't flow the same way. So you have to have that education to be able to know what works for you. I don't say one size works for everyone. I don't say one nutrition plan works for everyone, even one training regimen. You might like to, to box or do yoga or you know, you know, I don't know, cycle. But that's where we kind of have to look at things and put things in perspective. And I think that's what a lot of the people today have been talking about. In terms of the smallest thing, like we said earlier, just doing your bed in the morning and having that set. So you can have a fresh pair of sheets ready for you guys, or even a fresh, made, well-made bed for you when you go back to sleep, kind of resets you and gets you ready for the next day. So these are all the small things we're talking about. Um, yesterday, we were doing something with uh, Gabby and uh, and Matt Coe as well, which we're going to be bringing on the show next week. And he has this thing called tra- Train to Stay Younger. Very, very interesting concept through an assessment that he put me through. And I'll tell you, it was tough. And he put Gabby through as well, which was very, very interesting. And we're going to show you that footage next week on the YouTube. So make sure you tune in next week to, to that show. That's going to be a very good one. I've wanted to get Matt on the show for a while. So I'm very interested to, uh, to share that experience with you guys and have him in the studio here live with you guys. So make sure you have your questions ready. Debo saying, change where you do things if you want to start a new habit. Some space equals, sorry, same space equals same distractions or habits very very good i love it see debo if debo wasn't in florida you know i'd get her in here she's a fitness professional as well and a very very good one um and she's raised a lot of good points today and that's why i say to you guys if you have something you want the halftime show to discuss or talk about share it because other people probably feel the same way and experience the same things and that's why you know the halftime show is so special and would be nothing without you guys so thank you so much we have reached full time on the halftime show i hope i hope you've had a great day i hope you've enjoyed the show as well and if you're watching this on the rerun on youtube 
please please do smash a like share and let us know what you'd like to hear more of guys unbelievable show great points really really enjoyed it and i will see you back on saturday coming up next is the afternoon karak with mika hatia and haishal madmi so make sure you stay tuned for more on the only place to be at three the halftime show on pulse 95 this is pulse 95 tune in live every monday wednesday and saturday from 3 p.m 